Foreman podcast should not be interpreted as legal advice and are intended for general information purposes only. Welcome to the Burn Foreman Take 5 Immigration Podcast Series. The Take 5 Podcast Series is a weekly five-minute high-level overview on what businesses need to know each week as it relates to immigration. My name is Melissa Azalea. I'm a partner on the Labor and Employment and Immigration team at Burn Foreman, and I will be your host for this podcast series. I've been working in the business immigration arena for more than 20 years in a wide variety of industries, representing clients in manufacturing, healthcare, and education. Today, I want to talk with you about international business travel to the U.S. during pandemic times, and specifically offer some helpful strategies which could apply to your business travelers if they're located internationally and have been restricted from entering the U.S. As you are aware, we currently have several presidential proclamations which are aimed at suspending the entry of immigrant and non-immigrant visas to those who pose a risk of transmitting COVID-19. And at the present time, these proclamations impact foreign nationals traveling from China, Iran, the European Schengen region, the United Kingdom, Republic of Ireland, and Brazil. So if someone is physically present in any of these areas within the 14-day period before they attempt entry into the U.S., they're banned from entering the U.S. Now remember, this travel ban is not just limited to residents or citizens of these countries. It is based upon physical presence. The travel bans are valid through December 31st, 2020, and we do believe that they may be extended for a short period of time. Now, while the proclamations can cause difficulties related to business travel, the National Interest Exception, otherwise known as NIE, has provided a helpful option for international business travelers. Qualified travelers who are applying for or have a valid visitor visa or ESTA authorization, which stands for Electronic System for Travel Authorization, may travel to the U.S. with an approved NIE based on grounds such as humanitarian, public health, national security, or economic. And as you might anticipate, the economic grounds option is fairly broad, and it can be used for business travel with the right facts. The business travel exception argument can be advanced by investors, technical experts and specialists, and senior level managers and executives, which meet specific criteria. It can also be used for business visitors when there's a written contract between a U.S. and foreign entity, which requires the presence of specific personnel in the U.S. associated with the contract. And those personnel must be coming to install service or repair equipment. And the NIE is typically granted in those cases because there's a negative impact economically to the U.S. labor force, a U.S. business, maybe even a U.S. region where that business is located if that contractual obligation is delayed or cannot be fulfilled. For example, an NIA request for a business visitor might include German technical advisory services and supervision are perhaps required for installation and commissioning of new and complex machinery and equipment in the U.S., And as part of a written contract between the German seller and the U.S. personnel, the German technical personnel are needed in the U.S. Now, when such services are required as part of the contract, of course, new employment opportunities become available to the U.S. regional workforce and new production capabilities allow the U.S. company to grow and prosper. So that might be something that a U.S. consulate in Germany, perhaps, would favorably entertain and perhaps would grant the national interest exception. Now, NIEs are applied directly at a U.S. consulate or embassy, and it's critical to know the specific requirements of the consulate or embassy before applying. 
Remember that once the NIE is granted, it's only good for one entry within 30 days of approval. The process to request NIE varies based on whether the visitor is currently in possession of a visa or ESTA authorization. Those who don't possess a visa or ESTA registration should consider applying for ESTA if they're a citizen or national of a participating country, and there are about 27 countries that participate. And the reason I recommend that is because ESTA allows for those um, people that are eligible to travel to the U.S. for tourism or business without first obtaining a visa. So it's a pretty streamlined process. ESTAs are generally valid for two years and applicable for travel of 90 days or less. If ESTA is not an option, of course, the candidate can also try to apply for a B1, B2 visitor visa and they would be entering the U.S. for a temporary period of time. Typically, they could remain for up to six months. There may be an opportunity also to extend that for another six months. They must be coming to engage in appropriate purposes, like consulting with business associates or attending a business conference or maybe conducting some brief training. Or as we've discussed before, installing, servicing, maintaining, or repairing equipment where the contract requires personnel to come to the U.S. and do that. So when considering the current issues related to business travel, it's important to remember that not all countries are impacted by the proclamations or require an NIE. But if that does apply, perhaps these recommendations and strategies would be helpful to get your employer in a more expedient way. Also remember, if the travel ban does apply, those subject may be able to travel to a different country that's not subject to the ban for 14 days before entering the U.S. And let's just face it, in today's world, who would not dream of a two-week vacation to somewhere like Aruba, perhaps? So that wraps up our Take 5 immigration update for this week. I hope the update's been helpful as we strive to cover business immigration issues at the forefront. If you'd like to see any topics addressed or have questions, please reach out to me at mazallion at burr.com or any other Burr former attorney. Also, to find podcasts, webinars, and legal resources on immigration, please visit our website at burr.com. Remember, this series is also available on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and have a great day.